0: Today on the show, we have another author spotlight. These are a series of interviews I'm doing featuring one of the authors being published through our newly minted Beamers author program. Each of them has written their story to be shared in our collaborative book called Elevate Your Voice. That is going to be published in the spring of 2022, and we are so excited over here. These author spotlights give you a chance to get to know these women a little bit better and to discover some of their own inside stories as they walked this journey with us to becoming a first-time author. Our program not only walks them through the story excavation and writing process, It also gives them a front seat view of the publishing world, as our goal is to equip and empower each of these women to write and publish their own solo books later if they so desire. As you can imagine, it's been a pretty transformational experience for each of our first-time authors, including myself, and we are just so excited to bring you their stories to the Inside Story podcast. Today's author spotlight is on Cheryl Morley. Cheryl has had an incredible rise from starting out working at Taco Bell to building one of the most successful network marketing businesses in history. She has an organization of over 300,000 people and does over $10 million per month in sales. And she has been inducted into the Network Marketing Millionaire Hall of Fame. As you'll hear in this episode, Cheryl's passion lies around helping other women go from being fine to fabulous. And it is my great pleasure to bring these author spotlights to you. I know in each one of these stories, you'll find a piece of yourself. So with that, let's get into this author spotlight with Cheryl Morley. On the Inside Story podcast, I'm bringing you some of the best stories I'm discovering from both the women inside of my community, as well as from around the streets of the internet. Plus, I'm digging deep to share some of my own stories with you along the way. My hope is that these stories will help encourage you to examine your own story so that you can share it with other people. I have a motto at Light Beamers. When we share our stories, we shine a light. So with that in mind, let's get down to business today and share the light found in this episode. Hello, 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 Light Beamers and the Inside Story Podcast listeners. Welcome to the show today. I've got my good friend with me, Cheryl Morley in the house, who is, man, talk about a rock star, like a rock star when it comes to the type of business that she has built in the industry of network marketing, direct sales. I cannot wait to dig into her story today. Um, She, uh, as I shared in the opening, she is a million dollar earner inducted into the uh, Network Marketing Hall of Fame and just such a delight to be around. Uh, I've known her for quite some time, and she is also one of our newly minted authors in the Light Beamers Author Program, coming out with her own story in our collaborative book, Elevate Your Voice. So we have so much to talk about today. Welcome,
1: my friend. Thank you so much, April. I'm so excited to be here today and to, like you said, share a little bit of my story and, and just super blessed that you had asked me um to be on this podcast so i'm super excited yes yes yes
0: well i just want to like we're, let's just go back to the beginning because one of the things that i love about your story and especially when i say things like oh you're a top earner in the direct sales industry you're inducted into the million dollar hall of fame you know for direct sales network marketing you know, I don't know, you bring in something like $10 million in business, your organization does every month, which is like wrap your brain around that one for a minute, folks. That's a lot of vitamins, which is the, basically the company that you represent is a health and wellness company. It's a lot of vitamins and supplements and uh, weight loss products and things of that nature. Well, really there's a lot that that company offers. Maybe you can share even more of that, but it's really remarkable when I think about your journey, because I know that that's not where you started and you have, you have a story that involves like starting out at Taco Bell, right? Like that's kind of, you know, the the one liner of your story is, you know, I started at Taco Bell and I have been, you've been able to rise from those humble beginnings. So can you just give a glimpse of what Taco Bell Cheryl was like back in the day and what that existence was for you and kind of the background that you come from?
1: Sure. (laughs) Oh my gosh, Taco Bell. Okay, it's so funny because um, as I look back and think back on the Taco Bell Cheryl or even before, right, because I grew up on a farm. So we had, you know, one of the great things about growing up on a farm is the work ethic that you really come to love and know, right? Because there's nothing else. You have to work and there's always something to do, right? The work is never done and you can't necessarily leave and go anywhere because, you know, the cows need to be milked, the eggs need to be picked up from the chickens, all of those different things. So the work ethic was awesome. But ending up at Taco Bell when I was 24 years old um, wasn't necessarily my dream. I, I will say that. So, but, you know, nevertheless, that's where I ended up. And, and that girl, I as I remember back, was all about survival. That's all it was. It was just surviving. It wasn't um, thinking about helping others. It wasn't um, thinking about getting out in the community and helping. It really was just all focused on uh, me being able to survive day to day, paycheck to paycheck, month to month, year to year. That's really all it was about. And um, you know, I, I don't think I had much self-confidence at all. I think um, you know, realizing at twenty four that I was uh in a management training program at Taco Bell, I, I didn't feel good about myself. I didn't feel like I was going anywhere. I didn't feel like I could really achieve much. So all of those things wrapped up into, you know, Taco Bell really started to kind of weigh heavy on me. Like, I didn't know where to go. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know, you know, I didn't know who to reach out to, I guess. And so, you know, there was nobody really in my life um, that was guiding me or, or mentoring me or helping me. So it was just kind of like gosh, take whatever comes and make the best of it. Yeah,
0: man, I think that will really hit home for a lot of people. I I know myself, I mean, there were stages of my early career where I I felt some of that as well, you know, just getting to the next day, getting to the next paycheck, making it to the end of the week, making sure I had enough, you know, gas in the tank and food in the fridge and enough money to pay the light bill, right? And that's where a lot lot of um, people are. I mean, that's just very relatable, very real. Um, So what, how does Taco Bell Cheryl go from that, that existence of like, I've got no mentors. I'm, I don't feel like I have a future. I'm just in survival mode to... Obviously we want to get to like building the million dollar empire that you have, but where did that begin to shift? Like, how did things, how did you begin to get out of that? What changed in your life or who came into your life that allowed you to see a different path?
1: Yeah, that is a fantastic question. And, and I think everybody comes to a point in their life, every single person where, you know, you can pivot. There's, there's a time where you have to make the decision yourself it can't be up to anybody else and you just have to make that decision and i really believe that that god put certain people in my life and put me in a situation where right now at the time i couldn't see it but looking back um what happened is i got really sick so I got to eat all of the free food I wanted there at Taco Bell, and I certainly did. Uh, you know, you don't have much money to buy food. So I was eating all the food there, and um, which was super unhealthy every single day all the time. I mean, that, just, that can't be good for anybody. So I was unhealthy. I gained a bunch of weight. I had some aches and pains in my body that were just not going away. I was on some prescription uh, medication. Uh, taking some painkillers and things like that, which oh my gosh, for me, absolutely not was not good for my body or for me. And um, my mom just happened to tell me about this um, this cassette tape back in the day. That's how long ago it was.
0: A cassette tape. I love it. <laughs> years
1: and years ago. And um, you know, and I wanted nothing to do with it. And she said, "I really believe that this will help you." And I was like, "A cassette tape's not going to help me. I'm not listening to it." And, you know, at that point, and like I said, I believe that everybody has this point where they have to decide, they have to choose, um, you know, if they're going to stay where they're at or if somebody that they love and trust um, gives them something that perhaps could change their life, which is what my mom was telling me. And I was like, mom, no, I'm not going to do it. But then I got to a point where I was in enough pain and I was in enough of the, um, You know, I always call it like the hamster wheel, like the same thing over and over and over and over. Nothing was changing. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to get out of it, that I finally listened to that cassette tape and completely changed my life. Um, I heard some things in there that I really, it really resonated with me. I knew in my heart that that was um, something that if I, if I really um, did what it told me to do, right, then it would, then it really possibly could change my health for sure. Um, at the time, and then um, it just so happened that it absolutely did change my life. But it started with my health, you know, with with me getting healthy and doing the things that I needed to do. Which there was a plan, there was a way to do it, and I understood it, and I just chose to do that. So I I did the plan. I um, I lost a bunch of weight. I was able to feel feel great again, right? And and which was which is a big deal because I think. When you're physically not feeling well and you're thinking, gosh, I need to change my life, gosh, I need to get out of this situation, it's hard to do. Gosh, so just one little thing at a time for me is is really how I did it. So changing my health and feeling good, and then moving that into, gosh, if this could help me, maybe it could help others. And so moving into that and 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 you know, going at it that way and then sharing my story about my health story. About how um, how I had been helped by these products and by uh, uh, by this wonderful man named uh, Dr. Wallach, and just really um, talking with people who that resonated with, and that's really that's really where it all started,
0: which is so cool, right? Because it was just your own experience, and then it was a sh- it was sharing that experience through sharing your story, really launched and ultimately built. This ginormous business that you have today, but it started just as you said, with that decision. You know, I've said this before, like, you know, things when I've gotten to places in my life where I've had to make big decisions to change and make things change for the better. I get to the point where I just get so sick of myself, you know, I just get so sick of myself that I'll finally do it. And so it sounds like that's what happened for you. You get into a place where you're like, I cannot do this any longer. Something has to change. And so the thing that changes is the thing that changes your life. And so I know, cause I know your story and I've known you for a long time. And I actually met you through the company that you work with, Longevity originally. And I know Dr. Wall, like, um, is Dr. Wallach really was that mentor. Like you said, you didn't have anybody in your life, you know, cheering you on or showing you the way or telling you you could do it or, you know, just, just any of that. And I know Dr. Wallach was, was one of those people initially that you got to surround yourself with. And he invited you to basically go on the road with him and you've been on the road with him for like 30 years. So Talk a little bit more about the influence of him specifically and how, what was he saying to you and doing for you that you really needed that helped you step into the Cheryl that you are today and release the Taco Bell Cheryl, you know, because I think that's important is about surrounding yourself with people who think bigger and do bigger things than what you're currently doing. And for him, that was just what he represented to you.
1: Yeah. Well, isn't that the truth, right? It's all about who you surround yourself with. I mean, and you know, <laughs> what and who really it's who Dr. Wallach is? I mean, he had a vision, and he was on a mission, unlike anything I've ever seen, even to this day, right? I mean, and you know and and like you said, I didn't have a mentor, I didn't really have anyone to look up to. I was the oldest, I didn't have any older brothers and sisters or anything like that. Um, I just had like six younger brothers and sisters. So no one really to look up to, to, to follow, to, um, to learn from is how I, is how I really felt. And, um, and with Dr. Wallach, like that vision and that mission and, and for him to instill in me, I had a work ethic, right? I really did. And I knew, but like I said earlier, I didn't know the path to take to make a difference, in my own life. I had no idea. Like I would just try to try this path and go down that a little ways. Nope. That's not it. And then I'd switch paths and go down this way. Oh no, that's not it. And go a little bit more. Oh no, that's not it. You know, over and over and over again. So with Dr. Wallach, when he made me see, and, and I think that that is so, such a huge thing is being able to have a mentor who can, uh, Make you see the vision, show you the vision, and then explain the mission and the path that we're going to take, and we're going to take it together, right? It was never like, sure, I'll go take that path and let's hope you're successful, because that would be nice, you know, if you could do that. It was always, I am with you every step of the way. This is what we're going to do, and we're going to do it together, and you're going to fail. And you're gonna stumble and you're gonna struggle. And that is all okay. That's fine because I'm here and I've been down that path and I've been down that road. And I know how to mentor you, I know how to support you, I know how to be there when you struggle and stumble and fall and all of those things. But don't worry because I'm here and I will help you along your journey. And that to me made all the difference.
0: Oh, it makes all the difference in the world when someone says, not only will I give you the roadmap, but I'm actually going to travel the road with you, you know, and I think that that's so key. So, so how did that really affect you into, you know, helping you grow, helping you build a business and the way that you lead now, because leadership is such a big part of what you now talk about and teach um, other people, (laughs) not only in your own organization, but you We'll go out and speak to other people and it's always about, you know, leading people into stepping into their best selves, you know, stepping into a life that's better for them. So you now kind of get to pass that on, you know, you learned it from someone else and had a great mentor. Now you get to be that mentor for other people. How has that shaped you?
1: Yeah, it has made all the difference in the world and, it, and you, you're absolutely right. And that's a perfect way to say it. It has shaped the person that I've become, because one of the things that was always lacking in me was the ability to believe in myself. And I think that is one thing that Dr. Wallach did, is he saw something in me that I could never see in myself, ever in my whole life. I had never seen, um, you know, those, those things that... I could do well and the things that I was good at. And so that's always been um, very, very important to me. And and I realize, you know, how precious a mentor is that can see and believe in you until you can believe in yourself. So for me, that is one of the main things that I try and do for the people that I coach and the people that I mentor is it's really seeing and noticing in them and believing in them until they can do that for themselves because every single person every single woman especially has these gifts all of us have gifts and we have and we're awesome we're fabulous really each of us are but i think sometimes when life happens, I always say when the hurricane hits and when and we're going through life and we may not be sure which way we're going or how we're going or what we're supposed to do, I think we lose um, track of how absolutely wonderful we are.
0: Well, you, this is a perfect segue because one of the things that you talk a lot about and you have a whole kind of program and group about this is is taking women from being fine to fabulous. You said all women are fabulous, but a lot of us are just walking around going, I'm fine. So talk a little bit about that find a fabulous mentality and the movement that you are creating with some of the coaching and teaching that you do.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, a couple years ago, I, was, I started thinking about whenever I ask women, um, how are you? You know, and they'd be like, fine. How is this? Fine. How is that? Fine, everything was just fine. And I'm like, fine, but what about more? What about more than fine? What if things could be absolutely fabulous? And what if, what if like all areas of our life, not just one area of our life? Because a lot of times it seems like, you know, wherever we put focus, then that could become a bit more fabulous, right? And not just fine, but then like some of the other things get left out. And so my whole idea. Was that if we could help women with their physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health, all of them, all of those things, and in each category become each day just a little more fabulous, then it would really, you know, it gives people, I think, kind of a roadmap like we talked about. Because if you don't even, if you're not sure you know what you're doing or how you're going to do it but if you can just pick one little thing each day to become a little more fabulous in then i think it's super super helpful and so that's what we're that's what we're all about um i love to coach women on listen just just pick something small we don't want to get overwhelmed we're not trying to do that but like physically what's one thing that you could do today that could make you a little bit better than yesterday just a tiny bit like maybe even 1% And so, um, you know, and so then they would write that down and then, well, what's one thing emotionally that you can do? Like what, what, how can you work on the emotional side of your being or how can you, work? and then just, you know, coming up with little ideas and brainstorming about the different ways that we can do it so that you're, so that you're clear. And really, April, I think it's all about becoming aware because if, if we can become aware that, oh my gosh, we're on the hamster wheel, the tornado's hitting. The hurricane's hitting right in our lives. And then we just get overwhelmed. And a lot, I found so many of us, when we're overwhelmed, we simply shut down.
0: Being aware is so key, right? I know that when I went on, you know, probably the biggest personal development journey really began that was, you know, I think I was on a path, but I hadn't really done the hard work yet was when my kids were really small and I was in a space of like, is this as good as it gets? You know, I mean, I had a pretty good career and I was happy with some of those things in my life, but just overall, I began to really want to know if it could be better because there were days and especially, you know, raising young children, being a mom and there, there's just some really, 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 really hard days. And, um, Yeah. Like really hard. Um, and you know, and it did, it just made me, made me question and be curious. And I, and I remember the very first real personal development, um, kind of workshop that I did where it actually penetrated and it was all about, it really was about awareness and it was about writing affirmations and changing our you know, changing our mindset to be more positive and open and and visionary Um, and I remember my husband had been through the workshop before me and he was coming home and he was spouting all these things. And I'm over there changing poopy diapers and looking at him like he has three heads. And I'm like, that's all great, but like get in there and take care of the baby. You know, like I've been with it all day long. It's your turn. Um, and that's all I could think about. Like I just was on that hamster wheel that you talked about and he was adamant that i take the same workshop that he had taken cuz it was really helping him so much and this was man we were so young we were just beginning our lives together with our kids and our family and um and i and i did this workshop and it was like really taught me how to be aware right how to create awareness in my daily life around what was i feeling What was I experiencing? Was the tornado, had the tornado arrived? How was I responding to that tornado? You know, and so the tornadoes are going to keep coming, but it's about how do we show up or respond instead of react, right? Yes. Awareness is so key in getting women to pay attention to how they're showing up. How are they reacting versus responding? Um, How are they letting life beat them up instead of taking action and understanding that most of what we have, we have as a result of the power of choice, (laughs) which is a really hard thing for some people to swallow. Like, I didn't choose this. Well, actually, you probably kind of did. And you, you need to look at that, right? And I had to look at that. I had to look at where I was choosing to be frustrated. I had to look at where I was, you know, choosing to... Um, Let life overwhelm me. Let being a mom overwhelm me um, and all of those things. So awareness is so key. And I'm so glad that you mentioned that because that's definitely been something that was revolutionary for me.
1: Yeah, me too. And I I think that you're absolutely right that it's not easy to be aware when you're (laughs) in the middle of it.
0: Yeah. No, it it took some practice and it still takes practice,
1: you know? Absolutely. And I think sometimes you go into this, I don't want to be aware. I don't want to be aware. I want to put the blindfold on today. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. But, you know, I mean, wow. If we can be aware you know, um, 90% of the time. And if we want to put a blindfold on for a second, right, that's okay too. Right. But just being able to be aware and do that. And something else that that's really changed my life is before I, not even before, but just deciding the result I want before I even do Anything else. So I've decided the result that I want for my life. Like, what's the life that I want to live? What's a fantastic, wonderful life that I would love to live? And just seeing that, like, and I know that um, vision boards come into that and things like that, which I think is so awesome too. And that is one thing that Dr. Wallach had me do way back in the day. I didn't even know what a vision board was. And he encouraged me to do a vision board. And I was like, well, that's the weirdest. What? Why? what are you kidding? Like put on a board, something that I want, like, why don't I just work for it? Right. But if you don't have that on the vision board, so you can see that all the time and really, and, and to me, that's like what the result that I want also, like that's the result that I want, like this type of life, this guy, that's also something that has made a huge different difference for me. And that we talk a lot um, in our coaching calls and things, we talk a lot about that because I think people can't even, you know, see past the hurricane, right? See past what's happening in their life. And if they can't, then all they're going to be thinking about is what's happening instead of what could be, right? They're not envisioning anything better. And that's the way that I found works best for me and the way that that is it's really essential for me to do it like that.
0: Yeah, so good. So good. And you know, I think too, like in your own story, in your own journey, um, and I mean, I've interviewed a lot of people and I think that it's when I, when this topic of health and wellness comes up, it always comes back to that being a foundation. Like when people are healthy and well, other things, they're so much more able and uh, capable and more likely to succeed in the other areas, like you mentioned, the mindset, the financial piece, the spiritual piece, because when you feel good, in, like literally feel, you know, you have energy, you're, you're not slugging around an, an extra hundred pounds, you're not sick, you know, like in your story, you were sick in the beginning, um, and when you started to feel better and change your health, It was a baseline from which everything then could also grow. But it's really, really, really hard to look out there and find examples of people. I'm not saying that it doesn't exist, but by and large, if you look at all the people that you might be following, that you admire, that are crushing it in their business, they're, you know, they're multi-million dollar earners. They are, you know, super successful. They're incredibly profound with their wisdom and their spiritual, um, prowess and all of those things, most of those people are pretty healthy. Most of those people are not slugging around an extra hundred pounds of weight. Most of them are not, um, chronically ill, you know, like they might get a broken arm or they might have, you know, some, some isolated incident, but they're not walking around with disease. And I think what your story represents is perfect for that because once you got your health on track and you know, that was through the work of Dr. Wallach and the company that you guys work with is around all these vitamins and these supplements and really understanding how to properly feed your body with nutrition and everything else starts to change. And so for you, then it was the business growth. It was more of you being able to step into this leadership and, uh, being able to coach other people, I know recently, you know, you and your partner Paul have created this amazing certification program where you're now teaching this to other people and really helping other health coaches understand how to build a business with their um, with their coaching and and getting grounded in their own in their own uh, health journey. So talk a little bit about what has unfolded after getting the health under control because you have been able to master a lot of different areas of your life because you have the foundation of the health and you got what the piece was missing was that awareness around some of it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And we we talk a lot, a lot about the most important thing that each of us can do is lead ourselves. You know, I mean, if you think about it, it's super easy to lead other people. Oh, come on, you need to do this, 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 and this. Now go get to it and I'm going to be right here and you can come tell me how you're doing, right? Absolutely not. So the very first thing, and and it's exactly what you just said, you've got to lead yourself and getting healthy, I honestly believe is the very first part because I think you're absolutely right. If you don't feel well, then I think your mindset is not right. I think you've got, you're just, you're just in it. You're just, you know, you're, like you said, no energy. Um, you're sluggish. You're, you know, you can't, because you're, wherever you focus, that's where your energy goes. And when you're sick, I was sick. When you're sick, that's where your focus is. Your focus is you don't feel well. Your focus is this, your focus is that. So until you get feeling great, then how on earth can you turn to these other things like emotional, spiritual, mental, all of the other things that are so important to live your best life, you know, you won't be able to do it. And that's one of the things that we really, I mean, of course we harp on help right? And we've seen, I'll tell you, April, we have seen a huge um, upswing, I guess is what I'll call it, in people um, concerned with their health, right? I mean, in the last couple of years.
0: Well, yeah, because of the pandemic, I mean, it's made everyone really reevaluate what we're doing on a daily basis to stay healthy. I mean, I'm still gobbling up vitamins every single day, Um, because, you know, I know how important it is to have that foundation in my body.
1: It's so true. And you can't wait until I'm going to tell you something that drives me crazy. So when people aren't interested in their health until they're super sick.
0: Yeah. I mean, then they become interested,
1: (laughs) right? I would, I'm serious because I want to help people so bad, especially with their health. Um, but I want them to start. Before it's too late, you know, and I just, I have story after story, you know, doing this for so many years where, you know, someone's on, you know, I've talked to somebody before and then they don't, they say, no, I don't want anything to do with it until they're on their deathbed. And then it's like, well, can you help me? And I'm like, I wanted you to ask me earlier or, or, you know, take the products earlier or whatever. Let me help you earlier so that we don't get to this point. Right. Right. And so I think, but but you're absolutely right that getting healthy and doing that really is the first step.
0: Well, when you look back on um where you like where you are now, thirty years later of 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 walking this walk uh, and talking it out and leading your business and growing your business, like you've been with the same company since day one, you're still with the company that Dr. Wallach started. And you um, continue to do this work 30 plus years later. I don't know if it's more than 30, but I know you've been at least 30, you know, from the Taco Bell girl to where you are now. What does your business look like today? Like, what have you been able to accomplish? And I know that you've accomplished it with, with people, but still you, you get to take credit for it too. So what have you accomplished?
1: Well, you know, it's, it really is to me all about having a fantastic team, which I do. I have got the greatest team on earth. I really do believe that. Um, uh, You mentioned a little earlier that, you know, it's kind of going, doing one thing for such a long time is for me, what's made all the difference. You know, you cannot go from one thing to the next, to the next, to the next, because you're not successful in the first 10 minutes, right? Right. That's And that's kind of how we are. I mean, that's kind of how I see people being more um, today, certainly than, than it was, you know, 30 years ago. But it's just really hanging in there, going through um, hard times, ups and downs, all of those things. Of course, they happen. But being able to build your own team or build your own business, to me, that's really what true freedom is. And freedom is like my highest value. I think it is so important to be free, to be able to choose um, what you want to do, when you want to do it. And to have, to me, freedom also means that you have the ability to help other people, right? I mean, that's really, to me, what it's all about is it's that contribution. So growth and contribution, both are so important. And, you know, after doing something for so long, I met my partner. Paul, um, And then we started the Institute for Holistic Health. And that has just been amazing. And it's like training and coaching health coaches, they get certified. Um, and then and, and they just learn so much. And we've got the continuing education with the mindset and the leadership training every week. And so it's just been a huge blessing to me to be able to do that.
0: Well, and now what is so fun is that you know you you do have a lot to offer right like you've been doing this for a long time and and what is particularly unique about you is that you have been with the same company as you know since the beginning which as you said a lot of people do hop around especially in the industry of direct sales network marketing you know that's pretty typical so you're a little atypical in terms of that because you've actually been there for 30 years you've started and you haven't left and you've just you've just stuck with it and as a result you know You get all those fancy titles that I mentioned at the beginning of the show. Um, And, you know, like you have a business that most people would dream of. And now you're stepping into new arenas that I know are, you know, it's like always like what's next, right? What's next? What can I do next? And you are someone that... That's what I love and admire about you is because you're always eager, you know, like every time we talk, you're just like, let's do it. You know, like, I know this is an area I need to grow in. Let's go, let's go do it. And there are some things about, you know, what we're, what we're working on now that make you extremely uncomfortable. And I know that maybe you can talk a little bit about that, but you know, you signed on to be one of our authors for the Light Beamers author program and you're contributing and writing your story. As one of the chapters in the book for our collaborative book, Elevate Your Voice, and that's coming out soon. Can you share what that process has been like for you as you are stepping into, you know, putting yourself out there more, sharing your story more, reaching more people, not just inside your organization, but even outside your industry altogether? because that's really the stage of where you are now.
1: Yeah, I love how you said, April, that that's uncomfortable. That's very uncomfortable for me, because I would just love to sit in the back and clap for all of the wonderful people (laughs) up on stage. That would be so awesome for me. But, you know, that's just not what's happening. That's not how it is. And so, okay, so first of all, when you asked me, um, or when you called me and said, hey, we're putting together this, Um, you know, this author's program, I'm super excited. Would you like to be a part of it? And I was like, yes. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. And then after I hung up with you, I was like, what the, how on earth did I do? Why did I say that? Why? But it really, it really resonated with me. But then of course, sometimes when we step into something, we're like, yeah, I'm super excited. And then all of a sudden, like, fear smacks you in the face. And you're like, no. And I was like, Oh God, I need to call April and tell her, no, I can't do that. And I, I'm not sure why I said I could do it. And then, but then of course I think my ego was too big. So I didn't want to call you. <laughs> so, then I, so, then I'm like, so then I was like, Oh my gosh, I have to do this. And I was so horrified. I was so horrified and it was so awesome though, You know, getting on um, the call with all the other girls and seeing, you know, and hearing about them and and about how, you know, all of us have some fear, right? But that's okay. It's okay to have fear, right? It's just a signal that we need to grow a little bit more, that we need to reach out for help, that we need to, um, be part of a community where we're all going through the same thing and doing the same thing. And I think that you and Lynette were just fantastic at, um, at like getting us all together in the community, in the group and making us feel like, look, it's not easy, right? But we're going to do it all together. And there's not one person that will be left behind. And we are here to help you and support you. Again, mentors on a journey. And that really resonated with me. And I love that. And so once you guys like talk to us and I was like, oh, okay. And not to say that there hasn't been more obstacles and more, wait, what do you mean I have to have that done in three days? How on earth could that be, right? I mean, just like one thing after the other, because I'm not really one to, uh, I'm not that good at organizing things to get it. I like to do it right at the last minute, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, deadlines are a good thing. But what a blessing, really, what a blessing it has been. And, you know, and I think, I'll speak for myself the The story that I told in the chapter is kind of a hard story for me to tell because you know, it was really kind of putting myself out there about um like growing up in the way that I was thinking about myself, and it was and, and I have to be honest, it was none of it was good, <laughs> right It really wasn't, and just the struggle to become a person that can believe in myself enough to help other people has just been incredible. And I'm so grateful because there's nothing, there's no better feeling on earth um, to me than being able to contribute to other women who are going through the same thing and having the same struggles that I have.
0: Yeah. And I, and I feel that I feel your emotion coming through and I I see your tears because it means something. It just means something. And I think that that is what has been so powerful about this project and developing this book. And it makes me so excited about the books that we're going to continue to do with, with other women, just like you, because i and I've heard this from every woman that has, that's been a part of this project, including myself. That the story we, we put into those chapters, in some cases, it wasn't even the story we thought we would tell, but it was the story we ended up telling. And it was the story that was the most difficult to tell. Like, you know, we could have told, we could have decided to write anything in these chapters and every single one of us somehow managed to pick the thing. And of course it didn't, we didn't pick it. It picked us. That's how it works. Um we managed to write some of the most difficult stories all of us had to write right like i mean i i know every single one of us has shed tears over the writing process um there's been a lot of grieving there's been a lot of a lot of, lot of revisiting trauma there's been some healing that has also occurred as a result and you know even you getting emotional just now i can feel that because You recall the why, the reason why you feel so deeply for these women and the reason why you want to reach them so badly is because you know what it feels like. You've been there and you recall that space of, you know, the Taco Bell, Cheryl, like you remember it, even though it was 30 years ago, you remember it. It hasn't forgotten you and you haven't forgotten her. And, and the stories that you shared in your chapter are very real and very much relatable, and what makes your story so remarkable, truly, from my viewpoint, the the chair that I sit in, is what you have been able to create and build, not only with your business. I mean, obviously, you have an incredible business, incredibly successful, but the way you continue to push yourself to grow, the way that, oh, it could have just been enough that you built a successful business, but no, now you guys go and build... certification program to help other people. Oh, no, no, no. And that's not enough. No, we're going to go and I'm going to create this community around find a fabulous and we're going to bring women in and we're going to have these discussions and these topics that we can really dig into. And we're going to be in community with one another. Oh, and that's not enough. No, no, no. I'm going to push myself even more. And I'm going to go write a chapter in a book and totally feel ill-equipped, right? That's where all that fear comes from. Like you continue to push yourself and that's what's so remarkable as you said, from the girl who had no self-confidence on day one, right? Like so much has happened. And and I know that that's what makes your story so special is because it is so utterly, utterly relatable, you know, knowing where you started from in those humble beginnings.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And another thing too, that I think has been so awesome about this opportunity. And I think I can speak for all the women, but first of all, it's having the courage to step out of, your comfort zone and do something that I think a lot of us never even thought we'd do. Look, I never even wanted to do that. Right. But I honestly believe that it will help other people. And I think a lot of the other women with us are feeling the same way or have that same thought that, Hey, listen, it's, it's not something I've always dreamed about, but Hey, if it can help other people, that's why I want to do it. That's, that is the reason that I did it. But something that I think is so cool now is we, um, in our coaching program, we have something called um, the cookie jar. And what you do is you put um, hard things that you have accomplished into the cookie jar so that any time in your life when you're feeling scared or you're feeling unworthy or like you're not enough, then you can go back, get into your cookie jar and look at those things and pull out those things and remember the way that you felt when you wrote a chapter with a group of other women, when you, you know, did the cold plunge every day or when you did whatever it was that you, that you've done. And that has made a huge difference for all of us, um, that use that cookie jar analogy. And I just, I love that idea of having, of being able to put something so hard and scary and, um, into that cookie jar and be able to pull that out and use that in other areas of my life to push me forward and to make me remember like what a great um thing that I've done or th- something that I've accomplished. And I just love that whole idea of having the cookie jar.
0: I love that cookie jar idea. That is, I mean, really, really good. Because when you think about a cookie jar, you know, you're going in for that sweet treat, you know, Um, you're like rewarding yourself. And it's a reminder that, you know, we have done hard things and we've done things that have been maybe some things that we're super proud of, you know, and we don't, you know, probably most of us aren't, you know, really adept at talking about those things openly and telling the whole wide world, like, look, did look at me look at me which makes again visibility so uncomfortable for most people um you know writing a book and publishing it and having to go out there and tell people about it and ask them to buy books so that they would read it is uncomfortable right and we're all going to be doing that soon and that's a very uncomfortable place to be but it's about remembering why we did it and you just said if i can just do this and share the story so that one woman might read it and be impacted by it and get something out of it, then the uncomfortability that I felt and the fear that I felt and maybe the imperfectness that I felt is all worth it. And so putting that into the cookie jar and remembering that the next time you kind of get knocked down or maybe you're struggling or you have a big decision to make and you're feeling unworthy or any of those things, you have that, that little treat to be reminded of what you've done and how that felt, you know, how that felt, um, is so important. Yes, It's been, it's been so, so great to have you as one of the authors and to watch you write your story. Uh, you know, I know a lot of people haven't felt that, Oh, I'm not a good writer or I've never thought about publishing a book before and all those things that come up. But at the end of the day, you know, you've done it and, you do. You are part of a book and we are publishing this thing. And I think that's really exciting. And it's such a sense of accomplishment. Are you, what are you feeling about, because I mean, we're getting close now. I mean, the book is going to be coming out in a few months. So what are you feeling now in this moment, knowing the book is about to be published?
1: I think nothing but excitement and kind of like I'm, I'm a bit in awe of the whole thing because growing up um, I had a, um, or I was told I had a lot of learning disabilities so that was always very hard for me and I think that that's where a lot of my uh I had no self-confidence or anything like that at all until for until very late in life much later in life um and so I have to tell you I am nothing but excited like anything I have no problem uh I have no problem um you know, telling people about this wonderful book, and I've I've seen a lot of the other girls' chapters, and wow, like wow, they are just fantastic from the heart. I mean, you can't help but um, but grow and and feel a closeness, and I I think there's part of everyone in each one of these stories right there's a part of you in each one of these stories that that all these um, wonderful women have have written and have you know put their whole heart and soul into and so I really I have no problem at all um, going out there and and you know having you know buy this book this is a wonderful book it's so because it's so inspirational and it is so um, such a wonderful. Thing to read and to remember these stories because you're not alone. Again, you're not alone. And I think that I felt alone for a lot of my life, even though I was surrounded by by people. I had a big family. But I think when we feel alone and like we're the only one going through this or going through that, I think that every single one of those stories, there's a part of us in there. And I think we can really relate to that. And so I'm just I am nothing but excited and thrilled that the writing part is over. <laughs> All the other yes. stuff is not hard for me. We have
0: checked off a giant box by getting that done. It feels so good. Yeah. Yes. Well, I am just equally thrilled and I'm so happy that you are a part of it. I'm glad that you said yes. And I'm glad your ego did not let you back out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I think that's really what it was.
0: I know, I think you know, but I get that. Like a lot of people have said, "Oh, I said yes and then later I was like, what the heck did I do?" And several other of the other authors that I've already interviewed for these author spotlights have said something very similar. So, but no, honestly, I'm so glad that you that you are a part of the project. I'm so glad that you are sharing your story more. Now, you've always shared You know, your health journey story, because that's been the story you've shared for a long time in your business. But now it's more, it's like stepping into more of the storytelling for you and sharing more of Cheryl and your life's lessons and your, and the things that you're walking away with that you can share with other people. It's just so important and sharing this mission of, of getting women to, to, to take it from fine to fabulous, which I think is a really important mission. And I'm just so thrilled that, uh, that we're doing this, you know, I'm just so glad that you get to elevate your voice that way. And I just thank you for being a part of it and for being on the show today.
1: Thank you, April. This has been such a blessing and just so wonderful to, um, you know, to be able to share my story a little bit more, like you said, and just to be a whole part of that community and, and to continue to, you know, have that desire to help women. And to contribute and to um, to be there and walk with them on the journey that they have chosen. That's like my life's work. So I'm super excited about all of that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Yes. Well, thank you. And anyone listening, if you want to find out more information about our Light Beamers author program, um, I'm going to link it up in the show notes, but it's really easy. You just go to lightbeamers.com author. Um, we will be producing and publishing a second and third book in 2022. So we will be searching for our next group of authors and if this is something that you feel called to do to walk through our program where we we pretty much do take you from zero to hero, right? Like you walk in not knowing and we work on your story together. we pull um, pull that story out and help you finesse it and get it to where it's really quality work into the chapter. You don't have to be a writer. You don't have to be a known storyteller. You just have to have a willingness to let your story be put out into the light so that it can be a light for other people. And if that is something that you would like to learn more about, go to that link and we would love to chat with you about our program. Um, our program does also walk you through with our publisher, Lynette walks you through the entire publishing side of it too. So for some people out there, I know you have a dream of maybe writing a book one day, right? Like that has been some of the authors that have come in. Like, I really want to write my book one day, but I don't know where to start. This might be the program that really helps you get started. And it shows you all the ins and outs of publishing so that at the end of this, not only do you have a book and you've written your chapter and you've put it out there, but you've been through the process that you know it. And so you know how to do it next time on your own. So once again, that's lightbeamers.com slash author. Go and check it out. And Cheryl, we will be um, sharing you more and more and more as that book comes out in the spring of 2022. Thank you so much for being with me, my friend. If you would like more information on Cheryl's work, her um, holistic health coaching program, or just connecting with her and her Find a Fabulous group, we are going to link up all of her channels as well as her website so you can connect with Cheryl and learn more about her amazing work in the world. Thank you so much. Thanks everybody for being here. We'll see you next time on the Inside Story Podcast. See you soon.